This episode of a Top 3 Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at the Rat Hour Podcast. Check it out if you're into discussions about seasonal fruit, hard-hitting political analysis, and discussions about recent Marvel shows of which I cannot remember the name. Actually, just for you listeners, I'll give you a preview of next week's Rat Hour episode. Thanks, Mailbox. We just got a letter. 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 Wonder who it's from. Okay, well, if you want to find out what that's all about, make sure you tune into the Rat Hour, part of the Tube Podcast Network. Okay, let's start the show. And uh, this, uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a top three podcast where we honor the time old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. Today's topic is the top three animals we would ride into battle, our trusty mounts on our path to world domination, or maybe just a small victory that's meaningless in the greater war. But before we start, if you want to support the show, please tell your friends, subscribe, give us a rating or a review. Follow our social media pages at a top three podcast. You can find a link in the episode description. When we post our episodes, if you leave your own top three, we will chat about it in the comments. We also put out a call for listener top threes before recording. So keep your eyes on our social pages and we may read yours on the show. Again, check the episode description for links. Check uh, the social pages on Thursdays for listener response calls. Today we have a... Very full episode. Um, I'm Dave Jackson, joined by Aaron Angle. What's up? Alan Nichols. Hey, guys. Fan favorite, Bloodbath McGrath. Gutentagen. <laughs> uh, now, Bloodbath's branching into foreign languages now. We're in trouble. No, that's oh, great. Yeah. That gives us so many more podcasts. The pronunciation on that one was worse than any other time, Bloodbath. I just it's it's we're gonna get killed by our German listeners. Thank God you're the fan favorite, dude. Or we'd be boned. Fine. They can come after me. <laughs> uh we're also joined by a couple of special guests today. First, we have Caitlin Schultz with us. Hey y'all. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, joining us for the second time, Saturday Night Live alum and top three enthusiast, Luke Null. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Sorry, Bloodbath, you've been replaced. Yeah, sorry, I'm now the fan favorite. Now that I said hey, y'all, after Caitlin, my fiance. (laughs) Luke is is now Bloodbath. That's impossible. People have said that. Again, our topic today is the top three animals we would ride into battle. If this is the first time you're listening to this show, the way it works is we all chose our top three, and then we take turns. We all say our number three and talk about it, then number two, then number one, then honorable mentions and some listener responses at the end. So for our topic of animals to ride into battle, I personally went with real animals, um, but The only kind of like magical ability that I went with and that I think most of us did is that small animals will scale up to a rideable size. Large animals do not scale down, but large animals have some limitations, I think, if anyone brings one of them up. So uh, picture. Oh, I'm a big fan of scaling down if you need them to. (laughs) I guess if you if you can, if you did, then just tell us why you scaled it down. I'm sure um, that'll work. So I'm picturing like a Lord of the Rings, like Helm's Deep. Holy font? Like Gandalf coming in uh, in the morning, but he's not riding a horse. He's riding these animals here. So mm. I'm going to get started with my number three. So actually, if you, when I give mine, if you could just imagine Gandalf on the top of the hill in the Lord of the Rings movie. And on the dawn three, of the third day. Look yeah. to the east. 
look to the east and see Gandalf riding a giant opossum. And that is my number three. <laughs> oh my god, dude. They're so jittery. Dude, all right, so play dead. I went well. Right. That's yeah. the thing. I'm riding into battle on the opossum for the sh- the sheer absurdity of like the opposing army looks up and they see a dude riding a giant opossum. And that there's gonna be a couple seconds where they're like looking at each other like, hey man, is that an opossum? Is is that what I think yeah. it is? And that's gonna throw them off. And then they're dead. And then my opossum plays dead and I die in the battle anyway because I'm not a fighter, but you know. It, um, it just rolls over on you. Yeah, I get crushed <laughs> underneath the weight of my giant opossum. The other thing about opossums is that uh, if you've ever seen an opossum hiss, you know that they have a, a set of like the freakiest fucking teeth in the animal kingdom. And Oh, the most jagged, scary teeth you've ever seen. And there are like 3,000 teeth in there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, their, teeth, their teeth look like a fake jack, like a bad jack-o'-lantern. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty fucking gross. And I think if the opposing army sees that, they're going to be freaked out. And we can kill a few of them before I die and the entire army loses morale. But that's my number three and a possum. All right. That's a great, that's a great number three. Their rat tails kind of creep me out a little bit. Yes, yeah, you could definitely you. whip you could whip like uh you could whip like four or five guys at one time if it was a giant opossum, right? Like you can catch Imagine a guy that in like the right spot of the head and he's dead. <laughs> yeah, right. I think <laughs> I think part of what makes possums so gross and scary now is that they're kind of small and mean and have that rat tail and like a big fat rat tail and that gross amount of fur that you're like, I don't even want to feel that thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I assume a big one would be really scary. For sure. Um, actually, uh, opossums can't carry rabies, which is good for me as the rider. Um, <laughs> <laughs> back when I was a dog catcher and I used to have to catch wild animals, we did not have to deal with opossums because they don't carry rabies that often or at all. Because they're just really chill. Yep. Just some chill dudes with a set of nightmare teeth <laughs> and a giant rat tail. <laughs> Thinking uh, of opossums as chill is very funny to me. <laughs> they are pretty chill. <laughs> Yeah, they're horrible. They're horrific. <laughs> Aaron, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is, and this is kind of like what you said, just the pure absurdity of me leading like a mounted army into Helm's Deep is I would go with a right. Re- my number three is a regular sized ostrich. Um, <laughs> oh, I yeah, no, no scaling on this one. Not a giant ostrich, not a little ostrich. Like what I want to do is I, it's the same exact thing. I want somebody that has been training for years to kill me specifically to look out across the battlefield and see me just on an ostrich. And I have here in my notes, I don't remember when I came up with this, but it says the ostrich is wearing the hat that Woody wears in Toy Story. So, <laughs> All right. so All right. I don't I, I don't remember why, but so my number three Somebody is be, uh, poison the water hole. That's exactly right. <laughs> and my my uh so I was also trying to think like, okay, so like obviously I'm not going for trying to scare somebody with this animal. So like what what weapon would I be carrying? And I decided it would be two AK forty sevens, but like sure, in sure. the the sword like battle axe medieval style battle i would be the guy of the ostrich with two ak's but uh number three ostrich hashtag or uh and then in parentheses woody's hat from toy story yeah dude that's interesting aaron i've been trained to kill you for years (laughs) fun fact about ostriches they're all born with that hat that woody's wearing but 99 percent of them lose it in their juvenile stage dave's the biology guy that that's what he went to school for i trust (laughs) that that's correct Mm-hmm. I feel like you picked that because you like Final Fantasy VII and Chocobos. That's a very true. good point. That's 100% a great Chocobos point. Chocobos were definitely a consideration on my list. All of mine are not real animals, so I apologize <laughs> for that. <laughs> I like that one per- no, I like that one person's are fake, and I'll be like, yeah, that was pretty cool, but it's not an ostrich, bro. <laughs> Fantastical creature. It's called a Chocobo. Could have yeah, been an and- emu, you know? That could have been an emu, which is a, f- a mythical animal. Which is... Uh- <laughs> But I think better than an ostrich. Those are real, though. 
if I could have done a, if I would have done mythical animals, Chikobo would have been my number one, specifically the green one. Cause it Do can you go pronounce the it Chikobo? Because I pronounce it Chocobo. Dude, Aaron's, Aaron's pronunciation of things from video games and fiction is I, it's, consistently it's wrong. wrong. It's all wrong. You're telling me right. the Final Fantasy chicken that people ride into battle is called a Chocobo? I no, assume it is. You're probably not, right, but I think the American pronunciation uh, Chocobo is better. Cho- chocobo. That's, it's, it's a Chocobo. I call it a Chocobo because uh, I'm always wrong. Like a horse <laughs> it's, it, it's like an ostrich. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm done. All right. Uh, Alan, what's your number three? My number three was a giant spider. Ooh, um, that's a giant yeah, that's that's fucking, Tell us when to stop. Tell us when to stop. Tell us when to stop. That is the most metal <laughs> so, answer of I mean, all time. Think, think like, you know, Shalab from Lord of the Rings or Aragog from Harry Potter. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they're scary. Everybody's afraid of spiders. I looked it up. They can uh, they can move ten miles per hour at the size that they are, and so when you scale that up, that's terrifyingly fast. Yeah, you know uh, the spiders I think of though, hmm. the ones uh, from Jumanji. Jumanji spiders <laughs> oh, yeah. are very scary spiders. They were bad that's ones the size too. I'm yeah, thinking. those are the kinds of the very drippy fang. Drippy, you know I mean? right? Drippy. We're talking. There's just right. an always dripping fang. And so the one in particular that I chose, I wound up I wound up choosing one. It was the Brazilian wandering spider, and that's that's the ten miles per hour and one hundred and seventy times its own weight it can lift. But its venom also is known to uh, uh, cure cancer. It's uh, no, it's it's uh, gives men <laughs> Damn, it I thought gives you men were an likely. erection for for several hours, and so I figure, and that's at normal size, so I figure. I only have to get it to bite one of the bad guys, and then when his dick just explodes, because this is a giant spider and not just a tiny one, mm-hmm. once, oh, once you yeah. see a guy's dick explode, they give up. I mean, oh, that's yeah. it for yeah, that's, a, that's <laughs> definitely going to sap the morale of his surrounding troops when he <laughs> sees yeah. his dick explode. <laughs> right, right away. Especially when they see a giant spider, they're already going to be scared, and then when he bites right. a guy that it gingerly, he's like, I'm okay, and then his dick explodes, and that's how he dies. Did we confirm it, that the boner comes from the person that gets bit? Because I would really think it was from the person riding it, you know? I think it might be you with the boner. And not the opponent. I, I'm not saying I wouldn't have one as well. I mean, yeah. okay. both maybe would I have, have one. I think we've made that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would also probably would have, have one of the normal size ones bite me, like right beforehand. So, and then I'd ride in naked, obviously. Yes. <laughs> That's just the perks. Another demoralizing yeah. thing is trying to fight someone that has a boner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, what do you do? Do you touch get you it? off your guard? <laughs> Uh, Bloodbath, what's your number three? My number three is a sugar glider. They would be scary if they were big. Well, I, I'm thinking more functionality because there's a show that was on when I was super little. It was called David the Gnome. He had a sugar glider. He was a little gnome. He was tiny. And he would always ride around on this sugar glider. And they portrayed it like he, the squirrel is basically like a helicopter. So that's why I picked it because I would be able to uh, <laughs> hop in and out of battle if I needed to, uh, you know, uh, flee if needed, you know, aerial combat. So uh, sugar glider. And oh, yeah. like, what's really cool about the sugar glider is how uh, fucking adorable they are. So like, if you're thinking like this is an animal that you train for battle, you probably have some sort of like relationship with it outside of battle. It would be really cool just to be like, nah, yeah, the the road's been too long. I'm just gonna cuddle up next to the sugar glider and pass out under the stars. Like, very very funny. Absolutely. I also like the helicopter tail thing. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. The idea of a group of opposing soldiers seeing a sugar glider and all just collectively going, aw, and then they die is very good. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Solid strat. Uh, Caitlin, what's your number three? So I am going in a different direction. I'm going with, um, mm-hmm. you know, real animals that are in the wild, um, you know, have a presence. Um, my number three is Clifford the Big Red Dog. Horrible. Would be a horrible thing to see charging <laughs> towards you in battle. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I think, that's, I think that's 
part of the whole Clifford appeal is that it is scary. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's You've really never funny once seen a dog that red. Am I right? That's true. Yeah. No, that's a very it's scary terrifyingly that's, red. That's color the, is the worst scariest part. part. The hue yeah. alone would strike terror into the heart of a, of a foe. Mm-hmm. Clifford's originally white. Where do you think he got that red color from? It's, it's the blood of his enemies. Blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's the blood of his enemies. Yeah. But old blood is brown, which I don't want to go down that road. Well, it's brown if it comes from your internal organs and, you know, it's comes black out. if it comes out from. That's what they organs. say if it's in your stool. <laughs> Clifford is covered in chemically treated blood from his enemies. Yep. Chemically treated. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I think uh, that's, Luke- uh, yeah, that's it. Number three, three for me is the Coca-Cola polar bear. Wow. Nice. Why specifically that Frightening. one? I think if you were to charge a Coca-Cola polar bear into battle, and the f- I think if you're a Urukai orc holding a spear and trying to skewer me as I, you know, slide down into you to really seal Helm's Deep for the good guys, you would be really afraid if the polar bear I was riding was also a capitalist um, commercializing (laughs) uh, Coca-Cola and being like, before I eat you, before I kill you, you should purchase Coca-Cola, buy a Coke, Coke Zero, and I, mm-hmm. Zero Sugar, as they call it now. Yep. And I think that that would be something that um, that the that the Urukai would be afraid of as the polar bear descended on them. And I do think that the little baby polar bears that would flank behind me in a V-shape like goose, <laughs> like geese, <laughs> would be a cute kind of thing. I'd like to buy the world, world a Coke. Coke. And teach the world to sing. There we go. Bloodbath, <laughs> pick it up. Here's the, the only, other thing that's the cool only about bright the Coke. side would be that he could give you a Mexican Coke and he could be cool. And a Mexican Coke would be Antonio oh, Banderas. <laughs> yeah. They're the best Cokes. That's a good call. There's nothing that uh, orcs are more terrified of than capitalism. That's true. I'm sorry. Did I miss a part of the prompt? We're riding animals into battle. Is this a specific battle? Because I've heard Lord of the Rings mentioned many no, times, I and just, I'm just coming to the okay, conclusion. Okay, so you can, any any battle you can think of, we've just been thinking of Helm's Deep as Gandalf Crest I the Hill. This but, but here's the thing, is that I think that you could do a Braveheart uh, okay. going into battle. Like, what when you think of marching into battle, I'm what do you I'm thinking, like, Step up, step up again, part two. The dance, <laughs> dance battle. battle is what yeah, you think. Is what I it's was we, we never specified the exact type of battle. So, yeah. In which I think Clifford the Big Red Dog would be a perfect part of that Channing Tatum <laughs> sequel. Uh, I think Airbud I mean, would be scary. I mean, giant, I, my giant spider has eight legs. So, I mean, yeah. if we're so doing think a dance, of, so think of the dance break battle. dancing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. When I heard battle, I did think step up uh, to the Jabberwocky, streets. Step up to the street. So actual kind of like thing. military battle, dance battle, rap battle. We didn't specify. Yeah, we, we did not. Did so so I all of Caitlin's you have to take with a grain of salt on their dance ability. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm critique, coming from. We can critique other people's picks uh, on their dance ability or rapping ability or fighting ability um i'll move us into number twos and my number two is a wasp a white anglo-saxon protestant Protestant? riding into battle so you do Uh, not want a catholic you don't want a white anglo-saxon catholic fuck no never all right good i've been burned too many times by them in battle no uh so all right right, you can be our friend (laughs) the uh the biggest asshole in the animal kingdom is the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant and also the insect wasp. Um, anyone, who's ever, anyone who's ever been around a wasp uh, understands why this is a good pick. But keep in mind, we're scaling this up to a rideable size at which size an insect exoskeleton would be pretty much invincible as far as I can tell. And I can also fly. So this is probably the best like combat animal of mine. 
Um, just from that perspective, not sure about dancing ability or rapping ability. We'll have to workshop those. We'll see. But yeah, a wasp, that's my number two. Could you imagine what it would be like if somebody rode in on a giant wasp and like they singled you out and you had to die just getting stabbed repeatedly in the face with that thing's asshole? Like just a sharp <laughs> asshole, like humping you to death. That Sharpest is asshole in the animal kingdom. That's right, baby. Hashtag <laughs> biology. But like that to me, I think the wasp would be like if I was a soldier on the other side of the field. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm not imagining like Helm's Deep. I'm imagining like like Gettysburg. Like everybody on the opposite side cannot have weaponry that would take oh, down dude. the animal. You know what I'm saying? Talking, like they, they wouldn't be like an old timey battle where the sides lined yeah. up and faced each other and oh, just yeah. stood there oh, for yeah. like a half hour. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think I think Aaron's just describing a war crime. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> the, uh, but no, I think seeing being a soldier on the opposite side and seeing a giant wasp would to be bring in like the most like sheer terror of seeing a giant version of anything. For sure. I think wasp is a good one because wasps are generally assholes. Wasps yeah. are, are mean, nasty right. boys. They kind of look like the 90s version of bees, where it's like if you had bees with an X train. I agree. 40-year-old women wielding Bibles. I'm not into it. Fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Scary. Actually scary thing to ride in a battle, too. I agree. Yeah. Just the momentum. <laughs> Either way. Shut up. That's my number one. Uh, all right, Aaron, let's see your number two. All right, my number two is a great horned owl, right? So mm. my uh, so uh, when I was a little kid, there's a movie called The Secret of Nim, right? And it's based off this book series. But uh, the 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 main uh, bad guy in it was this giant fucking owl, and they made it like really super scary. It was a great horned owl. So what I I, I uh, kind of what you said with the wasp, like it, it can fly, like that's numero uno. Like I wasn't gonna have a top three without an animal that could fly into battle. Um, it has it's uh, the most uh, aggressive of all species of owls. It has the biggest talons. It eats the most. Um, I don't know how effective it would be if, if everybody had like bows and arrows and shit, but like to me, just the 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 drop of the wings and the wingspan of the great horn. Like I feel like that would scare the absolute. So kind fuck of out the me. Detroit of owls. It's a I, I would say like it's not even like the, it's like the Las Vegas of owls. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like like any. It's like got a really any, high any, divorce rate. There you yeah, right exactly. It's it's just it's just like on itself. Like it is like a it is like well, like a bull elephant, dude. It's fucking huge. They're fast. They're super aggressive, and like nothing to me would look cooler than just like you know them looking up in the sky after like the battle horns and i'm just like swooping in on this fucking giant horrifying owl so uh so uh, also the way they eat things is absolutely horrifying seeing him like eat something and then regurgitate its bones back onto the battlefield would be very fucking cool can you imagine like you're on the other side and your decorated leader is shat out in an owl pellet. That's, I mean, that's, that takes away all that's, your motivation to fight. That no, is that's actually so the number. Dude. That what, that's what makes it number two. You can reconstruct them <laughs> afterwards. Haven't yeah. you ever tried? And then you can yeah. have kids still be like, it's a shrew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Saruman died in the Lord of the Rings books in an owl pellet. Is yeah. that true? Fun fact. Absolutely. That, that is. All right. See, he, I'm going to accept well, it. Well, he died via hobbits true. in the book. The <laughs> yeah. hobbits killed him. <laughs> that should be, le- we, we sh- everyone should know that. And then he ended up in an owl pellet afterwards. Oh, 100%. Uh, Alan, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is the honey badger. Um, Good call. No, can't yeah, I mean, you, you can't yeah. kill him. <laughs> I didn't give a shit. <laughs> the honey badgers don't give a shit. Um, I mean, honey, so honey badgers are funny. They have they have like very few natural predators, and that's really just because they're so difficult to kill. Um, so I mean, sometimes you can find a lion that'll eat one, or like a leopard will kill one. Um, but you know, honey badgers have been have been seen to fight off lions and and leopards and 
you know, Cape Buffalo and everything, essentially. They will fight anything that gets around them. Um, so, plus, uh, they're, they're pretty badass. They eat everything. Um, Have you seen the YouTube video of the honey badger with the old Australian zookeeper who's like, Snoggle gets out of anything. No, wait. I'm saying, have you seen the YouTube, the famous YouTube yes, video yes, of just, yes. it's like, honey badger it's don't like give the a shit. honey badger yes. got a PR director and like the, yes. they came oh, yeah. up with this video and it's like Billy Eisner yeah, like, <laughs> being like, honey badger don't give a shit. <laughs> it's like a it's college that, prospect that, hype video. Yes. yes, but have you seen the real life one where it's a zookeeper in Australia where he's like, I've tried to keep this honey badger in its cage and it keeps finding way like it stacks ladders up. It stacks like they left a rake <laughs> inside the cage and the honey badger like grabbed it and stood it up against the corner and got out of the enclosure. And then he woke up with the honey badger. That That's it the almost best makes you feel bad. I feel like the smarter the animal like portrays yeah, itself to be, the yeah. the worse you feel that you're like, oh man, I treated you like an animal and not like a human. Like there are octopuses that are octopi <laughs> are smart, smart than humans to the point where you're like, man, I should be putting my kid Jaden in the cage, not the fucking <laughs> Jaden <octopus."> Smith. <laughs> Alan's gonna ride his honey badger into battle as equals. Exactly, That's exactly right. The honey badger is a very feared animal. Like, I mean, that's what I learned from the YouTubes. It's a good, uh, yeah. it's a good pick to ride into battle. Bloodbath, what's your number two? My number two is a snapping turtle. A snapping turtle. Oh my god! I Can know. you just imagine just snapping somebody in fucking half? Like that'll that'll turn the tide yeah. of like an entire battle. Dude, those things are horrifying. Are you, are you, you going to ride in a shell? No, I'm gonna ride on top. <laughs> no, it's gonna be slow moving. I'm gonna uh, mount some kind of guns or cannons onto the top of its shell. Uh, <laughs> Smart. Most, it's I can have other troops. I can have other troops yeah. up there with me. Um. He can like go inside his shell and not take any damage, and he's got his tail with spikes on it that he can swat at people. It's, and he's it's, say, it's, it's gonna be slow. It's gonna be yeah. slow. That's fine. Is anyone else just picturing like bloodbath sitting on top of a Galapagos turtle? <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking box turtle, even though I know but you say not the same. It's no, I know turtle is not the same. same. Those alligator snapping turtles are fucking horrifying, dude. Those things are like as big They're as like so mean. They are like they'll bite your toe off. You can accidentally step on one, like in Troy right now. Like you know what I mean? Yep. They're everywhere. Yep. They really are. there are there are turtles that are like oh they'll snap oh, yeah. they'll snap your hand right up like the snapping turtles are no joke. There they are turtles bite. that are native in Ohio. My my that, parents ruin who your live life. in green. Slash Akron, Ohio, Akron, Cleveland, Ohio. They had a hundred and ten year old turtle that just like showed up in their backyard one day and just was like <laughs> chilling out with the dog. There's like, where house. did that come from? Like, what's its origin story? <laughs> you don't know. It just, it just show. They just show up. It, like, they're just one day. They're just like in your yard, and you're like, oh, this is like a two hundred year old animal that just. Oh, it's been here longer than we have. Like, it's, yeah, this turtle's older than Betty White. <laughs> no, it's I not. Don't trust it. I don't trust like that. I don't trust like that. Yeah. I don't trust like that. Bloodbath, I like your idea of putting guns on the back. Like, what kind yeah, of guns smart. are we talking here? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess I guess I didn't think about what battle I was going into. Um, Turret gun, definitely not. No, uh, like uh, just cannon. A, uh, I'm in the Civil War, so it's cannons. Okay, I'm two fighting old tiny First of all, Gettysburg was part yep. rat battle. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you ever seen <laughs> Hamilton? Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. There's like eight songs about it. Bloodbath is on top of this turtle with two cannons, and there's two dudes who are loading and firing the cannons because they're, also they're break not firing dancing. automatically. <laughs> yeah, and they're breakdancing too. Uh, Caitlin, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is Falcor 
from Neverending Story. The Luck Dragon. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Falcor the yeah. Luck Dragon. Because yeah, like yeah. Lumpy said, what am I going to do? Not <laughs> have an animal that can fly? Yep, straight up. That's true. Good call. And like, Falcor's like... Falcor's like a down to ride bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like he's yeah. like he's down for what the fuck ever, dude. Like he he's he there for the journey, and he can talk. Yeah, he can talk to you. Yeah, you know what I mean. He doesn't Trigger really care what you're doing. Talk. It's like he's got a purpose. He's got a mission. Like he's just like you know what I'm here. So do what you got to like do. Would, like I don't feel like he would kill soldiers. I think he would just like help you get into battle. <laughs> I mean, but like, Falcor yeah, sure. knows when there's bullies around because Falcor famously has really like, <laughs> like and one bullies. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's what he does, dude. <laughs> in 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 the Neverending Story, in the Neverending Story Part Two, the bullies uh, really get fucking and three. messed and up. Part Three, yeah, and Part Three. Jack, <laughs> okay, Jack I didn't Black watch all the parts. The bully in the third one, and he got he got messed up in the third one. You didn't tell me that. I didn't tell you about the third one, but the third one is starring the kid from home, the oldest kid from Home Improvement, and his mom yeah. dies in it. Yeah, and they go on a shopping trip when they come to the real world. It's really, really messed up. Really ruined <laughs> everything. Really I love about the original. <laughs> I had the, a dream about is- Jonathan Taylor Thomas. No, I'm talking Brad. Not I John know, Kirk. but I'm talking <laughs> JTT. I had a dream about him the other day, and he was talking about Brad. Take the ring. <laughs> Take the ring. Take the ring. <laughs> if you're not talking about Brad. <laughs> oh, wait. I got to find that. <laughs> it went somewhere. That it's went. on the counter. Okay. Oh, come on, guys. She did throw her wedding ring. It is gone, actually. <laughs> it's really gone. Am I next? Yeah, Luke, what's your number two? My number two is um, Onyx from Pokemon. Good call. Boo. I think no, no, that's not a boo. Because yeah, not a boo. Thing, I love that one. Boo. That's not a boo, and you know why not? Is because riding a giant rock snake into battle is would be terrifying. And by the Absolutely. way, we're, we're talking, we're talking uh, rap, we're talking rock throw, we're talking bind. You don't want to be bound as a as a enemy to me in battle by a giant rock snake a snake made of rocks um onyx is a powerful ally and i think also riding on him you'd be easily fit into one of the grooves between the rock you know what i mean like he's like boulder 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 and there is a crevice in there that i think would actually be a comfortable riding space from a battle perspective and that's something that i thought about can't relate. <laughs> something we haven't talked about is comfortability in terms of what you're riding in the battle. <laughs> That's very funny. I'm going to be living like a king Shazzy. with my bed of if, octopus fur. Or if I'm being 100% fur. honest, Falcor the Luck Dragon was my number two, and I didn't want to repeat it. And so, honestly, uh, Onyx was a quick honorable mention of mine that I then bumped up to number two. Purely for original. Wow, so what he's saying Good is job. Way to keep the pod moving, bro. I got there first. <laughs> we actually we I actually told her Falcor was my was was in my top three before we began. What I'm saying I feel is disrespected. I already wrote down answers on my phone. He's lying. Onyx is still a good call, though. That would be <laughs> fucking terrifying to see that like crest over the top of a hill and start coming mm-hmm. right at you. I agree. I think he's a Pokemon. I think he can just step on him. He's huge. He's (laughs) the biggest, heaviest Pokemon there is. No. He is the size of a roller coaster. He's humongous. He Onyx is this by the way, no on a purely physical speaking basis, Onyx is the scariest, biggest, worst Pokemon there is. If you saw an Onyx in the wild, it would be like I'm dead for sure. Like yeah. an onyx right. would kill the most people for sure. No. Yeah. How do you, how do you stop it? I mean, you outside don't. of like water water gun, right? I yeah. Mean, and by the way, I mean, you don't. I have a water gun. Did you bring <laughs> a super way, stoker to this battle? I don't think so. Yeah, Falcor does ride right a real life onyx, a real life snake, a real life rock, a boulder snake 
by the way, if you sprayed it with a water gun, it would be like, oh, cool. The rock, paper, scissors game that you're trying to play with me doesn't work. And you'll need a thousand years of erosion for that to actually hurt me. <laughs> and I will fucking kill you now. I'll squeeze you to death with boulders as we speak. Fuck you. That's how it would really end. Definitely. Onyx for life. That's exactly how it would go. Uh, let's move it into number ones with my number one, which is a tardigrade, also known as a water bear. You guys have, ever, have you guys heard of these before? Yeah, I know exactly I've, what you're talking about, dude. That's weird. I got to know why. I let, me, right, so uh, I, let me unminimize and Google. Yeah, so while you're looking for that, I'll describe it. So it's a microscopic animal, um, and they are they're the practical choice because they are indestructible in nature. Mm -hmm. So this is scaled up. They're half a millimeter long, scaled up to a rideable size. These things are famous for being able to survive moth? every condition. They can survive pretty much any temperature. Pig, you mean. Yeah, that's another name for them. Yeah. They can survive uh, <laughs> any temperature. Let's just go with moss piglet. Extreme pressures, places with no air, uh, radiation. They survive space. They're pretty much indestructible. So, so you, you're really planning to ride one of these into a space battle then, because that seems to be the best location for this is, a, this a, is a moss piglet. It's a versatility pick because they're good in space, but... They're also indestructible in every environment on Earth. So, but it doesn't, number it doesn't one, look like it could walk. They can walk. They have like they have like six or eight legs. They can they walk. Can walk. It's just it's not going to be quick. But I'll tell you what: if you're in space, it's going to walk a lot quicker than that fucking horse that you're riding into battle with a astronaut helmet on. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Even though the horse with the <laughs> astronaut helmet would be so funny, it would definitely catch people off guard. But. So, like, quick question, like, so you say it's indestructible, like, like, do you mean, like, if it was the size of a horse, I, I could shoot it with, like, a shotgun, and it, w I, it wouldn't die? I mean, I don't know, I've never, that okay. has not I been mean, lab tested, but I'm guessing that it's, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that it's going to be you at least resilient to, uh, <laughs> to shotguns. Dave, bring over your tardigrade. I'll get my shotgun, dude. We'll figure this out tonight, brother. All right, man. Here, here's yeah. the fun thing is recording. that Dave selected something that's like indestructible to the elements, but then once enlarged to a size that you can ride it on is actually very um, vulnerable to shotgun fire. <laughs> that's just one weakness. It just doesn't encounter it in nature. And we, we just figured it out right now. It's weak to so, gun damage. I am dead. That is the conclusion that we've come to is that now I think those <laughs> things are dope as fuck looking too. Cause like that, that gives kind of like, cause everybody knows what a spider is. Everybody knows who Falcor the luck dragon is. But if you were to see somebody ride in on giant tardigrade, they'd be like, what in the fuck is that thing? Dude? Yeah. Also there's the, there's this factor of how every microscopic animal looks fucking disgusting. If you look at yeah. it under a microscope and then seeing one, the size of a fucking hippo or something would just be terrifying. Oh, hey. In in twenty seventeen South Park had an episode called Moss Piglets. Okay. <laughs> there we go. It was and in Moss Piglets, they had a science experiment experiment in which tardigrades learned to dance to the music of Taylor Swift. Also, <laughs> okay, so Caitlin, they're dancing the they're dancers too. South Park has done it all. Yeah. <laughs> what wow. The all right. Yeah, that oh, was... never mind. I'm not wow. dead. The dancing ability of my tardigrade is going <laughs> to nice. save yeah, me. Yeah, you made it, dude. As long as Taylor Swift's playing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll make sure that's happening. That's my job. That's your job, dude. Aaron, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is an African bullfrog, uh, scaled up to the size <laughs> of a hippo. Um, so, <laughs> so hey, I. They're very mean, uh, and uh, not only are they like fucking mean, but like frogs are my favorite fucking animals in the entire world. I think yeah, they're this is horrifying. very on brand for you. This is very on brand for me. I, I I tell everybody all the time: if frogs were the size of horses, we'd all be their slaves by now. Um, <laughs> like, uh, but the scariest the the reason I picked the African bullfrog is because they're, they're it's like what Luke said: they're mean as shit. Like, if you ever watch like a video mm -hmm. of like 
have African bullfrogs like trying to find like a mate. It's literally like a free for all like WWE style WrestleMania match where they're just all like, fuck you. Cause all frogs are is a mouth of the brain. Like if I'm taking this frog out in the battle, like, and all it sees are things that it can eat. That's all it's going to do is eat. It'll eat till it dies. Like frogs try to eat things that are way bigger than it and will choke themselves to death because they have no biological <laughs> instinct outside of putting something in their mouth and digesting it. So I'm thinking like at least with the bullfrog, not only that, like it can't fly, right and i didn't want to pick two flyers but frogs can jump really fucking far that gives me like a huge advantage and uh like i said they're just fucking super aggressive specifically the african bullfrog um so that would be my number one uh because like, like i said i just sit, sitting on a bullfrog and watching them eat like 40 or 50 people before it finally collapses <laughs> would be very <laughs> funny to me I just fucking knew that you were going to pick some kind of frog somewhere on your list. It was, yeah. it was inevitable. And I picked the, and I picked the best one. <laughs> I like the image of like, you've made it through 30 or 40 guys and the, the frog is clearly slowing down and you're like, you're starting to panic a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, Oh shit. I was not prepared to actually fight. I should have picked Falcor the luck dragon. <laughs> it makes me think if of, you had uh, taken Falcor, you'd be fine. <laughs> I would have lived. Uh, up, I'm so Matt? silly in this way. It makes me think of Donkey Kong Country when you jumped on the. Yeah, and... but right, but like, mm -hmm. but like, twelve times bigger. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. I think it's a good pick. All right, uh, then, Alan, what's your number one? My number one is a silverback gorilla. Damn, yeah, Mighty bro. Joe Young, I Mighty Joe Young, Mighty Joe Young. That's all I can think about was Mighty Joe Young, bro. Alan, I swear to God, I almost picked Silverback Gorilla just so, to call back the first episode because it's a great <laughs> pick. That's totally one of the reasons I did it. Um, nice. So one of the main reasons is I get to scare Bloodbath. Every <laughs> time I get to I, scare Bloodbath. But oh, there we go. Bloodbath, Bloodbath, he scares easy. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of picturing like the opposite of Aladdin, um, where you know I'm. A you didn't sitting rob on, people, and you didn't own a monkey. Well, no, 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 no. Like me and the monkey, we work together, right? And I sit on his shoulder instead of him sitting on my shoulder. And also, we don't have the hats, and we don't have the vests, but and we might actually like have the vests. <laughs> Can you get the vest? Well, there's there's me and a monkey, and we're partners, right? Yeah. But anyway, um, gorillas, they have opposable thumbs, they use tools, they're brilliant, which kind of makes me feel bad, because I'm riding it into battle, and, <laughs> and it has... Because it's got a collar on? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Well, no, I, like maybe like a saddle or something. I don't know, like a little box that sits between its shoulder blades. But um, that's the best one. Yeah, silverback gorilla. Most mostly because it would scare bloodbath. Yeah, any Good chance you get? Choice. What's that What's bloodbath? That? I said, "Good motherfucking choice." <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Bloodbath on the zig. And like, so I was thinking about it like, you know, like. Truly like, would like, be terrifying. Yeah. And, and like I said, just like the fucking monkey, like paw, like slap. Yeah. I mean, if it's as big as like King fucking Kong, you know what I mean? That's 40 guys at one time. It's all over. And like Alan said, like you could teach it to use a battle axe. Just right. saying. Or, yeah. or a big ass crossbow, like Game of Thrones style yeah. to take down yeah, why Dave's not? wasp. Your wasp is going down, bro. I'm, I'm just sitting there on my ostrich. <laughs> uh, Bloodbath, what's your number one? My number one is a praying... Um, I don't know, man. The idea of like a huge praying mantis like walking around. like nightmare feel. Um... They could, you know, obviously like catch you up with their claws and their uh, their uh, pinchers and and all that stuff, and uh, it'd be a nice throwback to a uh, space ghost coast to coast. Praying me. <laughs> Bloodbath, you Zorak. can't go an episode without mentioning Zorak. Zorak, yeah, Zorak. Was Zorak. Great. 
And and I'll say this, like, dude, praying mantises are strong as fuck. Like they like get they like snatch up birds and lizards and shit. Like if almost like <laughs> even the size of a kangaroo, it could probably like fucking pop your head off if it put you in like a half Nelson or something like that. And when they and when they mate, their females eat the male's head. That's right. It'll fuck you, then kill you, which is totally on brand for bloodbath. <laughs> Pretty cool. They only do that in Florida with humans. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, you can get away with it. <laughs> you can get away with it in Florida for sure. Alan's my lawyer, so I mean, he'll get me off. Alan, I, I will not. Alan, not how well versed are you in praying mantis law? I I am an expert in praying mantis law, so. But like I said, I'm not licensed in Florida, and that's that's pretty much the only place where you're going to get away with it. Dude, you don't have to be licensed in Florida. You can just show up, right? And yeah. wear like a, a I'm fucking a, Gators I'm a lawyer in Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're all <laughs> lawyers true. in Florida it, tomorrow if we just it, go there. It just takes a Hawaiian shirt and a pair of Crocs. I can just represent like, myself. You do a lawyer trick me. right now. What are all of us normies don't know about the law that you're like, this is my one hack that I do know more about than you that would get me out of trouble. So here's the thing about the law. It is all out there. It is all publicly available. It is required to be publicly available. The hack is that people just don't want to read for themselves. So if <laughs> no, you, the, ha- if- the real thing is that it's intentionally written to be misleading. And, you know, it, it's written in legalese for a reason. Uh, it's, it's written poorly. It's written poorly. I'm not, I'm not going to lie and I'm not going to defend state legislatures but um but it it, it's written it's written in a way that definitely keeps the legal industry moving and i will will say that the the section pertaining to praying mantises is particularly fucked up and confusing ah yes yes section section 12 that's a that's a big one section 12 is a a thorn in the side of every lawyer that's what yeah. Alan wrote for his dissertation. <laughs> every, every mantis lawyer. All right, let's move it on to Caitlin. Your number one. Uh, my number one is Harry from Harry and the Hendersons, <laughs> which you might also know as Bigfoot, Sasquatch. Uh-huh. So not okay. only does he have opposable thumbs, he can. He also just moves like a, I feel like more. Flexibility. It'd be a piggyback situation. It really, yeah, piggyback for sure. But also, once we get in there, it's kind of like you know, bing, bang, boom. You know, we're we were on the same page. We have the same mobility. He's not useless to me once I get in the battle. So say, it's really like a dismount is part of the battle. Yeah, so you will dismount at some he's point. Also, to begin. part of the battle with me, um, and also you know. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Harry, so. I just figured when I was making mine that if I get off of my animal, I'm going to die immediately. So I'm Same. I'm picking the animal that I can stay on and fight the longest. Like, I'm dying. I'm, I'm dying the animal I can cower under, you know? Yeah, like, yeah that's a good strategy, they, too. Something that is, like, shielding me, but also fighting. So we've got yeah. Clifford, we've got Falcor, we've got Harry. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of shielded in a way uh, but i can also do some little sneak attack that's yeah, the turtle strategy i, I also yeah. do think that caitlin is kind of betting on herself a little bit yeah i think people are going to underestimate me they're going to go for my animal um and i'm going to murder everyone very savagely oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um no mercy Luke. Luke, what's your number one? <laughs> so mine is another cliche Helm's Deep Gandalf ride over the crest of the mountain down into a, you know, a wall of enemies. And my idea is that, you know, they say in the Ian McKellen voiceover, like, at the dawn of the third day, look to the east. And then you would be blinded by light and over the crest of the mountain would descend me and an army of gizmos from gremlins one and (laughs) two. 
And then as, as I would ride down Gizmo, right at the last second, I would be sipping a Dasani water, which is a Coca-Cola product. And, I, and by me being jiggled too much by Gizmo's gallop down the hill, I would spill some of my water onto his, the back of his neck. And it would immediately hydrostyle multiply and he would turn, they would all turn into horrific gremlins. And then the gremlins would cause lots of like thoroughfare and they would like, and the whole, uh, you know, Hulk Hogan would be there. There'd be lots of wild gremlins that would be raging through the battle. But I do think an endlessly multiplying amount of gremlins would be a really great, uh, right Hold on, Luke. Hold on, I have to correct you there. Uh, the water would just multiply the gizmos. Like, you have to feed them after midnight for them to become... Right. So, here's Timing the thing. So, the mogwai would be fed by the flesh of the urukai. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyered you there, bloodbath? <laughs> Shut up there. Unbelievably stupid, dude. That is the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. That's the, dumb, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. But think of how good giant gremlins yeah, would be, dude. Yeah, no, that's why it's so funny because it just like it's like I want to hate you, but I'm like, no, you're right. That would be so fucking cool, dude. All right, I've never seen the movie Gremlins, so do they just multiply continuously? Like, there's no stopping it. He he did preface him saying he was riding on an army of gizmos. Yeah, yeah, a bunch okay. of them will make like a thousand of them real fucking quick if his plan goes. Uh, his plan goes through. Okay. All right. So they just multiply without stopping, and then suddenly, like the entire Earth is covered in gremlins. No. So then, when they're fed after midnight, they turn into they turn no. into green. So you gremlins, ride in right? on cute so mogwais. You, right. you ride in on cute mogwais, and then the mogwais, if you get them wet, multiply, and then if the mogwais eat after midnight, they become evil gargoyle-like gremlins, okay. which the so, gremlins it's, it's, are very dangerous. But it's dawn of the third day, right? I don't know if that counts as after midnight. Here's the thing. Here's the thing is technically anything before noon is after midnight. I mean, technically, every, everything except for midnight is after midnight, in a sense. That's right. So, I Any, mean, like... Anything in the a.m. is after midnight. Yeah. And Trip. anything, like, anything Thank before the sun is, like, fully up. Yeah. Legally is bad. that's true. Oh we my just God. lawyered you, bitch. Lawyered. Yeah, we'll allow it. Alex All right. all right let's uh let's move this into honorable mentions and my honorable mention we'll keep them quick like we always do my honorable mention is a a blue whale which is obviously limited in ability in combat dancing and possibly hip-hop but it's all about the image of riding in on a whale be super fucking cool and you get some battle music out of your whale. So there we go. Beautiful singing. Yeah. We're serenaded by beautiful whale songs, and the enemy army just falls asleep. And then I slowly, I don't know, crush their heads, cut their throats, whatever you're doing. <laughs> you should name five more things you would do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. You could, could kill enemies. Yeah, you could uh, take their shoes off and draw on them. And I'm out of ideas. That's true. So that's the only <laughs> other thing. Uh, Aaron, what's your honorable mention? Uh, my honorable mention is pretty for pretty much every reason, aside from be, being made with rocks that Luke said about Onyx, is a giant fucking snake, dude. Like, that would be the most savage shit in the entire world. Like, because here's the thing is like, people say, they're like, no, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of snakes. And I'm like, yes, you fucking are. Everybody's fucking afraid of snakes, dude. Like, that's, that's just how it goes. Just riding in on like, so I picked here a King Cobra. So, like, riding in on the back of like a King Cobra the size of the one Jafar was in the return of Jafar would just be nice i mean yeah devastating just off like that that that's again one of those things that like you see it and it just innately like brings up that fear in you so yeah 
So I'm going to piggyback off that in terms of just writing in on the back of someone or something to be feared. It's that I would be writing in on a like 300 X size, uh, the rapper Chingy. And he would be singing the song right. I like that way you do that right there, right there. No, I'm going to say this right now. I would kill Chingy right away, no matter how big Here's it was. My song, what about this is 300X, dude, and he's no, from Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Oh, fuck. I, I didn't know he was from Atlanta. Never mind. I retract my statement. Dave, take that one off the air. Take it back. Take it back. Take it, take back. it back. Take it back. Take it back. Because I think Chingy would be a really fierce um, foe. So what I'm going to say is mighty joe young and the thing is i actually wrote that down on a list it was my number three at the beginning and i showed it to luke and then I didn't when know. alan said one. silverback gorilla luke started chanting mighty joe young and i said you really you ruined my number three so i had to choose another one so you know what i'm throwing it in there uh just as an honorable mention because uh luke really blew it for me so here's the thing <laughs> didn't see that on our list and that was her number one. And I said, that's part of the game. If your number one is the same as number three, you save that until later. Her number, her number one was Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> yep. Show the people. Her number one was Mighty Joe Young. And so for mm-hmm. that, I said, you're ruining the game by not saving that. And also. I did save it for the end. Guys, I can't wait to be married. I can't wait to enjoy life <laughs> going forward here. It's going to be good. Uh, so we got it. We got an honorable mention from uh, Caitlin and Luke there. Alan, what's your honorable mention? Uh, my honorable mention was uh, Murder Hornet. Oh, yeah. Uh, big ass Murder Hornet. Um, Murder Hornets all the are the 2020 version lock. of... Yeah, exactly. Of the '90s wasp, the extreme wasp with that spell yeah, with an yes. X. Those are That's they're exactly like wasp right. special forces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. They're the no joke wasp. Bloodbath. What's your honorable mention to finish this out? My honorable mention is an elephant. The regular. Ass- Just a regular <laughs> ass elephant. <laughs> yep. A regular I mean, ass elephant is what makes Alexander the Great the coolest guy ever. Yeah. Is that they were like, yeah, he marched elephants into Italy to take over Rome. And it's like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that's the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. That's the coolest thing. Thought about elephants. I just, I felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, uh, Successful top three. I think all of us are, well, I'm dead probably because my number one is uh, weak to firearms, which is a huge oversight on my part, but everyone else doing good. All right. I'll get us started with listener responses with Heather, whose number three is a giant cheetah. uh, And she says her great uncle used to have several as pets. Heather, if your great uncle's still alive, I want your great uncle to come on the podcast. Yeah, that I mean, a giant a cheetah uncle. is objectively a great animal to ride in. You know? <laughs> yeah. Her great Dude. uncle is Joe Exotic, and yeah. he's in prison. <laughs> Heather, you should call him. He needs a visit. He needs some help. He's probably lonely. Uh, number two yeah. is a giant octopus, and a number three is a black rhino. Heather says white rhinos suck. Heather, that's racist. Thank you. Yeah, that's racist. That's racist. It's against white it, it, rhinos. It, it, I, as a white, do feel offended by that. Caitlin, as a white rhino, does feel offended by that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next one is uh, Mo. Mo's number three is an iguana, like an attack of the clones. He's probably sure. talking about that battle sequence. Yes, yeah, solid yeah. move. He's talking about the dewback lizards. <laughs> <laughs> his number two is the American bison, and his number one is a bull moose. A bull moose is a really aggressive animal no 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 uh, yeah, honestly the bison is the best bison have you so heard good. like all of the stories about like the people that try to take selfies with bison like out in yellowstone and they literally yeah, take they, their horns they fuck and them up. pour yeah. them from the belly button of here's the thing here's the, thing. here's the reason why i agree with their top three is that an american bison is a really aggressive animal but there's a reason why the American bison are basically extinct now and that bull moose are still around and fucking people up is that bison. If you shoot them from the sides with a rifle, you, it goes down. Whereas a bull moose kills you 
if you get anywhere near it, they're the most aggressive animal in the animal kingdom, and they're huge. They're like seven feet tall. They're That's humongous. not how animal population happens. I think bull moose <laughs> just like the fuck. No, no, no. American bison, we hunted to extinction. I think bull moose just get it on more. Agree Damn. to disagree. Um, Megan, number three, dung beetle, presumably rolling dung. Uh, number Bad two, ass. an Bad owl. Ass. And number one, a wasp. Ooh. Wasp was a popular one this week. Look at that. White Anglo-Saxon Catholic. Catholic. <laughs> 40-year-old oh, woman yeah. with a Bible. Chris, a.k.a. Carlos Sanchez, my main man. Number three, Stingray, which is the only way to kill a giant Steve Irwin. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's science. Number two is Barney. Number one, uh, giant female. Is this a female? Ferret. 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 Giant what ferret. What actually is Barney, though? Barney's a friendly dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, but children like, learn what, how to read. What species? He's a T-Rex. No, I think so, not. yeah. He is a T-Rex. He's a Barney's T-Rex. Is a T-Rex. Barney's a Barney's T-Rex, T-Rex. Extreme, extreme radiation yeah. poisoning. He had those short yeah. little arms, man. I think it was a T Rex. Okay, Barney uh, is the first thing I ever truly f- loved. Barney, clean up, clean up, everybody, <laughs> share. All right, Caitlin, this Barney. one's yours. Caitlin, you have to read this one. This is a user. Tyler, you said your number three was a rhino, which honestly, I respect that. Two, T Rex, and one, lionfish. Honestly, I would take your list and I would flip it upside down and say lionfish, T-Rex, rhino. But, you know, I guess this is where we're at, Tyler. Tyler's going to get poisoned immediately from touching <laughs> lionfish. <laughs> Just from touching it, dude. Tyler, I think maybe let's reconsider. Give yeah. me a call. I do think that the lionfish is a mutually destructive situation where you could get pricked just by writing on it. Guys, is an anthropomorphic Tyrannosaurus anthropomorphic. Rat. What I don't know how to explain. That means he's a humanized T-Rex. What is that? That is means that he's a T-Rex. Is? So Kaylin said her number three was a Sphinx cat, which if it was giant, I think that is a dangerous choice. Number yep. two is an elephant seal, and they are very imposing animals. And they are in the way they battle is like almost tragic when you watch on when you watch on the history or on the animal planet. And then number one is a very great large animal to ride in a battle, and that is the tarantula, aka the giant spider from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> uh, Audrey says uh, number three is an ostrich. Number two is a bearded dragon. Number one is a mandrill. All right, Chris. Number three, just FYI, Audrey. Awesome pick on the ostrich, dude. Absolutely fucking awesome. Uh, Chris, your number three is a hippo. Your number two was golden eagle, and his number one was a cobra. Also fucking sweet. A hippo Let's kills, talk about the hippo. Hippo kills more people than any any animal. They say that those are like one of the most dangerous animals in the wild, that they're like super lethal Listen. and also just violent in nature. Listen to episode one of a top three podcast where we discuss our top three most dangerous or scariest animals. Hippo is included. Yes. And if you've ever seen a picture of Fiona, though, you would think otherwise. We love Fiona. We stand Fiona. Hell yeah. Cincinnati Zoo sponsor us. (laughs) We love Fiona. We love Fiona. Uh, our friend Chelsea wrote in and said her number three is Scorpion. Her number two is a Peregrine Falcon. And her number one is a Mandrel, which is the largest monkey. Um, so that's. Yeah, not an ape. It's kind of it's different than monkey. a baboon, but a monkey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sarah said her number three is a bear. Her number two is an iguana. Again, like in Star Wars. And number one, an elephant. 
This is I didn't I didn't add that by the way. These are two separate people who wrote an iguana and told me specifically like the one in Star Wars. <laughs> okay. so they, I, I was like, do they know each other? <laughs> no, I don't think they do. All right, Chris. Uh, Chris said number three, eagle. Good. Ameri Point, very American. Points for patriotism, but also negative points for patriotism. Yeah, America's here. actually on the downside, <laughs> yeah. Bob. Our hegemonic power is actually, coming to an end. We're not that good with America right now. Number two, T-Rex. Um, it's good, but it's been done before, Chris. We've talked about it a couple times yeah, we're mad here. at you, Chris. At that Barney, of all people, he's a T-Rex, too. Number one. A human. human. I think, Chris, you're talking about yourself. I think you put number one as Chris, which <laughs> honestly. I actually respect that. I do respect yeah. it, Chris. I think a giant version I'm of yourself. For you. I think a giant Absolutely. version of yourself being ridden into battle is actually pretty cool. Chris, I'm worried for you. I'm worried for your safety. That would be incredibly distressing to see someone riding into battle on a giant version of themselves. I agree. Agreed. Nick, I'm Nick, I'm being respectful to you, and uh, your top three is very similar to Chris's, and that is that number three is a T Rex, which is very cool. And when you gotta go, you gotta go. Number two, bald eagle. When you get eaten by a bald eagle, that means you're supporting the oil and gas industry, which honestly is pretty pretty <laughs> rad. And then number one is a rhinoceros beetle. Which, if if you're uh, riding in on that to a battle, is actually pretty fucking badass. A rhinoceros uh, beetles yep. really kick ass. I think maybe just stick with rhinoceros. No, no, eh? rhinoceros beetle is has a really cool looking. Do you remember Bugs Life? Look, do I remember Bugs Life? Give me a rhinoceros beetle over a rhinoceros anytime. Because I think a giant rhinoceros beetle, if you know what a rhinoceros beetle is. It's I think rhinos have not put in the work that they've put in to get the reputation they have as far as danger um, to be compared to a bug that you can step on. I so know, honestly, but, no, but like we need to giant. respect the this rhinos. Is giant. This but is let's, giant. Re <laughs> let's respect the real rhinos. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. Rhinoceros how beetle how over giant a rhino. Is it? Every this is time, like big enough to ride, like a, almost like a horse or a rhinoceros, because the rhinoceros beetle is really gnarly looking. Its pincers are really. Gnarly. I'm not buying it. Okay. I'm not buying it, Nick. Our friend uh, Jess says her number three is a giant fire ant. That's terrifying. A number two, a pterodactyl, and number Ooh. one, a hippo. Again, a hippo. Again, hippos and are fucked up. One. Mean. Yeah. All right, the last one we have here is Jill. Uh, her number three Jill. is a grizzly bear. Her number two mm. is a honey badger. <laughs> and her number one is a Komodo dragon. Yeah. And, the dirtiest uh, mouth one, of the animal kingdom. Like, again, you, you, you turn into episode one of the top three podcasts. We definitely cover Komodo dragons yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure we did. Uh, we're, we're, Can we're, I just we're say, I feel like Jill won. Jill won, I think. Jill, like, Jill's top three, I feel like, actually fully encapsulates every, and, like, level like, of really fear. Like, scary yeah. animals. Yeah. Uh, honey yeah. bat. Like, these are three animals that have the reputation of, like, Fuck off! You yeah. know, like they're they're Kom hardcore. Komodo dragons. You're very weird. correct, but let's not tell her that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill, you won. <laughs> Put this <laughs> on the podcast. All right. So that's all of our listener responses. Uh, if you would like us to read your top three on the show, please keep your eyes out for the call on social media at a top three podcast. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We usually send out that call on Thursdays, so keep your eyes peeled. And that brings us to an end of this episode. Um, I think we've covered pretty much every animal that's worth riding into battle, including a giant version of yourself. So <laughs> thank you guys for joining, uh, Luke and Caitlin. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. And no thanks to Bloodbath and Aaron and Alan. You guys are here all the time. Yeah, that's right. You suck, Bloodbath. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Bloodbath is a fan favorite. For a reason. <laughs> that's right. Uh, if you want to support the show, please tell your friends about it again. Uh, subscribe. Um, give us a rating and review if you can on the platform you listen to podcasts on. And 
give us a follow on our social media pages and we can chat about your top three. So signing off. Thank you for listening, everybody. See ya. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.